0: Today we're talking about why a true INFJ is so good at making tough decisions. INFJs have three things going for them when it comes to being able to make tough decisions. And guess what? Making those tough decisions in your life are the things that are going to catapult you forward. They are the reason why some people really succeed and live an extraordinary life or how I like to call it an INFJ epic life or people who live a mediocre life and are bitter and unsatisfied all their life. So the three things INFJs have going for them are first off the mental toughness. So the fact that they can actually go through something and not like, you know, crumble. The second reason is because we can actually dissociate ourselves from reality. And the third reason is that we actually attach our identity to a new outcome. We change the perception of ourselves. And this is something barely any other type can do and therefore are able to stick to something. So we're going to talk about all three points, how they work together and how you can use that to your advantage. Before we get started, remember if you haven't done this so far to download the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ Epic life. And if you want to take it to the next level, then work with me one-on-one all the information you find in the links in the description. So let's start from the top. We as INFJs are very strong mentally, and this is something that we have to accept one way or another. For the longest time I thought, Oh, okay, I do have some inner strength, but I sort of use it to help others. And this comes out as INFJs being martyrs. This is what you read in so many descriptions of INFJs as in we live for others. We observers, we, you know, sacrifice so much in order to help others. Thankfully these descriptions aren't as common anymore as they were, you know, 10 years ago or eight years ago once I started getting into this because back then it was the norm. That was just like, you know, this is who an INFJ is. And INFJs were portrayed as this person who can never win as in, okay, we can make it great for others and we can be the sidekick. Um, but we're not really the main character of our movie. What we're good at is sacrificing for the sake of others. And I understand where this is coming from because this is exactly how I felt about myself before I got into personal development, before I got into MBTI, thankfully we do have that system and we do have these communities and like this community of my channel as well, because then we can, you know, look behind the curtain and we can understand that this is something that happens to a lot of INFJs because, They sort of go with the flow. They fall into default modes into unhealthy behavior, but it's not like this is who we have to be. But this mental toughness that is actually responsible for us being able to help others is the mental toughness we also need in order to make the tough decisions that are going to, you know, get us to the next level. Because think of it like this, You are giving so much to others that with all the mental strength that you have, you can keep your head above water. This is how it feels for so many INFJs as in I'm doing so much, I'm giving away so much and I can still survive. That's why I know I'm strong. So we're using our mental toughness, our mental strength to survive. What we want though is to use our mental strength to thrive. And trust me, when I tell you this, you're going to be able to help more people this way than the first way. Although it doesn't feel like this, right? This is the concept of my cup of energy is overflowing. I give to myself and because I'm giving to myself, I actually have so much more to give. And then, you know, way more people benefit from it. When the first state is actually a place of, you know, not only codependency, but it has a lot to do with enabling others, right? Because what you're doing is saying, Oh, I'm taking the burden away from you. And therefore you don't actually have to confront what's going on there. I'm taking care of that. But the moment I leave, that person is going to be back at square one. And that's how you know that this is a codependent situation. If that person wouldn't be able to function in such a way that is beneficial for them, once you are gone, you know, it's not really the healthiest thing that does not mean that you can't have friendships or, you know, relationships or whatever where you know, the other person is benefiting from you. Of course it is this way, but we want a situation where everybody is benefiting mutually specifically when we're talking about, you know, mutual friendships, relationships, this is not a mentorship. INFJs so often are in situations, relationships, friendships, where it's like, you know, I'm helping you. I'm actually the one who's being your crutch think about it. If this is how you experience your own relationships, then this is a great place where you can, you know, make a change and you'll see dramatic changes happening. So keep that in mind. So that mental strength is definitely one of the key factors why we can make tough decisions and why we do make tough decisions. And when we're forced to make them, we can actually make them, right? I mean, let's talk about door slamming somebody, not something that is comfortable, not something that isn't like painful to ourselves, but if we have to, we can do this. And this mental strength is something that we have to be aware of because we can use it in a different way. So this is the first point. We're going to get back to that once we've wrapped up the other two points as well. The second aspect is that we can detach ourselves from reality. We can dissociate ourselves from reality. How is that helpful? Well, think of it this way. Let's say you need to break away from a certain situation, a certain person, because this is an unhealthy pattern, because you've recognized that this is not something that's going to help you move forward in life. Very often this happens in situations where we have tried everything we have given so much. And then we recognize, no, there's no way to save this. The other person isn't coming like, you know, any kind of way towards ourselves. We cannot be the only ones who give so much into that relationship. We have to change something in order to be able to switch off. We have to dissociate because think of it this way. The reason why we were able to continuously give and give into a situation or into relationships where we weren't getting that much back was because we were mentally focused on that person so strongly. And once you get to a place where you have to make that switch, you have to dissociate. There's no other way you have to start creating a new understanding of life, a new understanding of yourself and a new understanding of that person or that situation. And in order to do that, we first off have to get away from what is really going on, right? Like the reality of it. Of course, it is an interpretation of reality. You know, what was really going on is the fact that, you know, you left the house. That's what happened. What's mentally going on is a completely different story, but it's still necessary to dissociate in certain situations to be able to, you know, make those tough decisions. For example, let's say you're working for somebody and everybody's a workaholic there and everybody is expected to stay until 2 a.m. Most people fall into peer pressure. They cannot dissociate themselves from that situation. They feel like if I'm not, like everybody else, then that means I'm weak. So I have to do, you know, the hard work. I have to stay until 2 AM as everybody else. The INFJ is more likely to be able to say, well, okay, this is what's going on here, but that's not how I feel. Reason for that is, you know, our introverted intuition in combination with introverted thinking, which allows us, to create our own system and our own belief system around it. And if we have a belief system of, you know, I'm not doing that, that's not what is good for me. And I can hold on to that truth. Then I'm able to hold on to that truth despite the fact that the people around me cannot do that. So I have the mental strength, to stick to a decision. I have the mental strength to actually make that decision. And I also have the ability to dissociate myself from a current situation, which is going on in order to actually pull through with that, you know, mental toughness. Because if you have only one of those aspects, it's not going to happen. If you're able to dissociate yourself, but you are mentally not strong enough, you will fall back into the default mode because you need a feeling of belonging, right? On the other hand, if you're mentally very strong, but you're not able to actually create a new reality that you can then stick to, then you also are out of luck. So we need both of those aspects. And the third point is that we're able to attach ourselves that we're able to attach our sense of self, our understanding of life to that new scenario that we have made a tough decision for. For example, if you door slam somebody that you've loved or that you are very keen of, you know, in that moment you create a new understanding of who you are and who that other person is. We've all been in situations where we saw somebody as an angel or as this perfect person or, you know, just somebody who's like really, really great. And afterwards, once we don't have feelings for that person anymore, or it's a friendship that dissolved, we actually look at that completely differently. That person is like a different person and we are a different person. The person who was in love, you know, ages ago is somebody else than you are right now. And also the person that you were in love with, or, you know, that you liked or whatever it was. That's also a different person. The reason for that is because we have created a new sense of identity and we have attached it to the tough decision that we're making. And it really requires this trifecta because if this is missing, you might be able to, you know, lean away from certain situations, but you will get into these situations over and over and over again, because your sense of self, is still the same one, which believes there's something inherently wrong with you or that you didn't deserve to be treated better or whatever it may be. And it's not like INFJs always make those tough decisions and they're always able to pull themselves out. I've been, of course, in situations where I should have, you know, made those tough decisions way earlier and when I didn't want to make those tough decisions, but it has gotten much easier. Like I've just gone through so much, uh and such tough decisions that i had to go through like emotionally mentally that now it's like no big deal like it's so obvious for me that certain things that i used to do or certain things i did accept in order to be you know liked or not abandoned or appreciated or even just tolerated You know, those are situations I'm not doing anymore. And so through working with so many INFJs throughout the years, I have come to learn that this is something we can all do because of these three points. Is it a hard process? Yes. Can we do hard things? Also? Yes. So it's important to really embrace that, that just because you haven't made like tough decisions that you had to do that you actually know that are the right ones that up until now you haven't made them, that does not mean that you cannot do them you got what it takes. So when I talk about like an INFJ is really good at making tough decisions, that doesn't mean that we make tough decisions all the time that are correct ones, but we're actually really good at it. If we give ourselves the opportunity to actually go for it and it doesn't have to happen overnight. It has nothing to do with discipline. It's just about making choices over and over again, that lead to the life that you want to live and that are based on you doing tough things, but in a way where it gets you out of your comfort zone, but it doesn't overwhelm you. That's actually the concept of all my material of everything that I teach in bootcamp and the audio guide, like, you know, the posters, whatever it may be that it's never about like doing some huge thing overnight. That's going to change everything. Um, hopefully you never have to get into a situation where you're so like, you know, forced against the wall that you have to make such a big change like it was for me, but that you take small steps continuously. And so it actually becomes easier. You build that new pathway, step by step, you build yourself up. And so you continuously have more energy and with that energy, you can take it to the next level. You create a life where your cup of energy is overflowing And therefore, you know, you continuously get better and better. So when you keep growing and when you keep creating your INFJ Epic life, it's not necessarily that things get easier from an objective standpoint. It's just that you just become bigger. Your energy becomes like, you know, more intense. It becomes much more powerful because you're getting more and more in alignment with what is good for you. And when you get stronger, you can do things in a much easier way. So now life is much easier for me than before I started doing all of that. And at the same time, I'm doing much tougher stuff and I'm making tough decisions on a daily basis that I wasn't able to make even after thinking about them for a year. So remember you got what it takes. If you want some help, remember, get the poster. And if you want to take it to the next level, then jump into the INFJ Epic life audio guide, you know, do the course, go into the lessons, go through the workbook, like do it at your own pace and you'll see incredible changes happening in your INFJ Epic life. If you want to watch another video, now that is in alignment with today's topic. Now watch the video. What happens when an INFJ gets out of a depressive state?